gosh, I wish there were more people like Ashley. Ashley is such a go-getter and she's an inspiration. She's pretty young, she's 24 at this moment and she's just doing things. She's making things work. And that's why I invited her on this podcast because I think she could be an inspiration to many of you. Ashley, Ashley Wilson is her full name, is known on social media as Ashley's Roses. She's a young woman living with cystic fibrosis. Using her social media platforms, she's an advocate for CF while positively sharing her life with the disease. Pursuing a bachelor's degree in cinematic arts and technology, Ashley hopes to continue to inspire others with films and various ways of content. While she's the producer of her own podcast, Blooming Roses, and the creator behind the YouTube channel Ashley's Roses. Ashley is busy taking advantage of every opportunity that is provided and living life to the fullest. However, she enjoys slowing down and appreciating the quiet moments. She loves to read her Bible, spend time with friends, surf, hike, travel, read, and even sit down to watch a movie. Welcome Ashley on our podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. No problem. Uh, Thank you for for joining us. So Ashley, um, there is a little bio that I read before this show, but I want to know from you, who are you? (laughs) Who is Ashley Wilson and what do you do? Yeah. um, So my name is Ashley, um, but I am a college student. I'm currently studying film. I want to go into the film industry, whether that's directing or screenwriting. Um, still trying to find my niche of what I want to do exactly, but I want to definitely create movies and stories that inspire others. Um, I'm also a content creator, so I have a YouTube channel called Ashley's Roses, where I share my life living with cystic fibrosis but I also show lifestyle and um, I talk about movies and books and just pretty much anything that I really want to share. I also have a podcast called Blooming Roses, and it's where we share stories of growth while blooming in adversity. And on there, I interview different people who have not only inspired me, but I've seen them make an impact in the community around them. Um, so that's been very special to be able to create that and create content that inspires people but also inspires me so I also I live in California so I enjoy hiking and getting outdoors and surfing and such Um, but I'm also a huge reader I like to take my time have a few slow moments so that's who I am (laughs) and not everybody can tell because you're listening to a podcast but the background of Ashley contains a lot of posters and see a little (laughs) bit of Star Wars and (laughs) yes (laughs) You really like your films and stories and books, I guess. I do. <laughs> I really do. Hence why you're in school now for um, for film. Mm-hmm. So, Ashley, you started a YouTube channel. You have a podcast. And, like, you're, you're not in it because you want to earn money. Well, maybe eventually. But you started it because of another reason. Like, why, why did you think, why didn't I just start a YouTube channel? Yeah. So, originally... Um, back in 2015, I was hospitalized due to um, cystic fibrosis. And for those who don't know what cystic fibrosis is, it's a genetic lung disease. Um, it's life-threatening. There is no cure. And basically, the body produces an overload of mucus, and it causes not all the organs to work as properly as they should. Um, so it mainly affects the lungs, but it, fa- it affects other organs as well. 
So during that time in 2015, it was like the longest hospital stay I had ever had. I was in the hospital for a month. And while I was there, I was really struggling. And um, my mentor who had cystic fibrosis, she was not, (laughs) she was not available to talk to me or give me advice because she was also not doing well. And so I was kind of like looking on the internet for other people who shared their stories. But at that time, there weren't a lot of content creators out there with cystic fibrosis. Um, I did find a, a couple named The Fry Life and Mary Fry. She has cystic fibrosis and she and her husband create lots of videos. And that started to inspire me. And then I also found a young woman named Claire Wineland. And she is a huge person from the cystic fibrosis community. And um, it just really inspired me seeing their videos. And I thought, you know, there should be more videos out there. Like I know my younger self would would want that and would want to see people like that. And um, so once I once I got out of the hospital, um, I was in my senior year of high school and my video teacher found out what I was trying to do. And he basically let me create my own YouTube videos as school assignments. I did not have to do any of the assignments <laughs> for the entire year. And then I was able to launch my channel the following year. So at first it was just mainly to, to advocate for cystic fibrosis, but also kind of be that mentor, that big sister to people see if we don't really have that. And as now as time has progressed, it's now become still being that advocate, but also sharing other life experiences that I've had to show that Ashley is more than CF. You know, you have a life, you have goals, things that you want to achieve. And I love that you are showing that in how you are doing that while having to deal with CF as well. And I interviewed actually another person for this podcast, Madison McGregor, if people want to check it Mm -hmm. out. She is also an entrepreneur, like a go-getter by heart. Um, but also has to battle with CF and she had a couple of rough months as well because mm-hmm. it just goes up and up and down right it's not yeah. once you get through one hurdle you're good but it can go yeah I don't know I don't know a lot about uh, about CF but I know mm-hmm. it's very unpredictable isn't it it is it is but thankfully with a lot of like technology and advancements and medication like things have just changed drastically for us where the I guess life expectancy there we go that's the word i'm looking for the life expectancy that number has recently increased to now 50 um i've never really paid attention to that number but mm-hmm. <laughs> it's cool to see that now that yes um according to science that the life expectancy is 50 now um but it's just there's been so many medications out there that have been coming that have been making cystic fibrosis a little bit more manageable but then again sometimes cf hits you hard and you just have to go with the punches per se and Mm -hmm. just keep on going yeah and then take a couple steps back but I also love let's just acknowledge your teacher here for giving you the opportunity to work (laughs) on your YouTube channel and um, making sure you you didn't have to worry about other other homework assignments Um, yes but I love that in your story we can actually see you saw a need for something and you wanted to fill that gap by Mm -hmm. creating these videos but you're not only making videos, you're also making a podcast. So why did yes. you start doing that? Yeah, well, back in 2018, um, I was actually brought on to another podcast. 
and it was called Unmistakably Star Wars. And <laughs> it was created by um, many of my old high school teachers. And um, it was basically for fans, created, created by fans, for fans, where you just talk all things Star Wars. And at that time, I was a brand new Star Wars fan. Like I barely knew anything, <laughs> but they wanted that new aspect, that new look and bring it to the podcast. So I was involved with that for about two years. And then when the pandemic hit, at that time, I was actually starting to venture out to see if I could help other people with their podcasts. My church had actually asked me to help with theirs because they knew I was involved with this other podcast. But we were just having so many technical difficulties. <laughs> and I had never really done all the tech side of the podcast. So all I would do is press record. And um, so when the pandemic hit, I thought, okay, well, this is probably going to last about two months. Um, so Didn't while I'm home, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so I'm just like, why don't I just um, figure out like how this all works in that way? Like when we come out of it, like I'll know how to do stuff. So I just started interviewing some of my old high school teachers and just for practice. And then before I knew that, I just was interviewing more and more people and creating this podcast and um, understanding like the analytics of it and the business side of it. And before I knew it, I had a podcast. I'm just like, oh, okay. I guess we're doing this. So it's it's been great. We're on season three now. And um, it's just been a blessing to be able to just talk to so many people in so many different walks of life and um, interview friends and movie directors and authors and Broadway actors and influencers and just so many people from all over. And it's just, it's been a blessing. So basically you just stumbled into it and started, started podcasting. <laughs> basically, yeah. Yeah, and I did have this video series uh, a few years ago on my channel that I was interviewing different CFers so they could share their story. And those videos would be 30 to 40 minutes long. And no one really wants to sit there. Well, I mean, there are some people, but not everybody wants to sit and watch a video for that long. So those videos weren't doing well. And I thought, okay, maybe I can save this for something else. But I didn't know what that was until once I'd started my podcast. There you go. Okay. So you can produce content and maybe it's not the right time to put it out yet, but let's save it because there will be another time or maybe another platform that you can use to put your content out. Exactly. Okay, good. Well, and, and you were talking about videos that didn't do so well. So a lot of content creators will come at this point, you're creating content and then crickets. Mm-hmm. It feels nobody wants to watch your videos or read your blog posts or has want to do anything with the things that you produce. So have you been there? And if so, what do you do when you don't have the right numbers or you don't or you're not reaching goal that you want to reach? Yeah. When I first started my channel, um, since I was just talking about cystic fibrosis and then a little bit of um, lifestyle. Uh, those videos picked up a lot because a lot of people know I live with cystic fibrosis, but they didn't know a lot about it. So because of that, those had very good views and um, because people were curious. And then around in 2018, I started doing like movie reviews and trailer reviews um, of the movie Five Feet Apart, which is actually about people with cystic fibrosis. And that's the whole reason why I started doing 
movie related content because that movie really inspired me and um, it was something that I could relate to and I had a background of understanding about and that just took off because you know the actors were sharing those videos and the director was sharing those videos so those took off like crazy and I was able to get like a lot of traction from there and then I would say more in recent years um, <laughs> my channel has kind of been it was going down a little bit and then just kind of plateaued for a little bit um, when it came to view view wise and I really had to take a step back and be like okay why is no one liking these? Like, is it because they're too busy? Is it because of the algorithm? Or is it just because these videos are not as good as they could be? So I've definitely had to take a step back and think, okay, do I enjoy watching my videos? Am I entertained from what I'm watching? And I also asked my friends and family, like, what do you think of them? <laughs> Give me your honest opinion. And so by getting their critiques and their criticism and my thoughts on it, it I realized that my videos weren't, they're kind of, they're kind of plateauing just creatively wise. Like it wasn't how my content used to be. Um, so recently I've had to like step it back up <laughs> to how I used to do it. Um, and it's definitely pushed me because I was kind of getting into the motions, like going through the motions of just creating videos, which happens sometimes. But I feel like when you're going through the motions, your creativity just kind of it kind of shows that you're just, you're kind of out of ideas at the moment mm -hmm. and you're just trying to put stuff out there. But when you're actually able to like push yourself to think outside the box or think about what can I make more interesting for others, it shows. So recently I've been talking about cystic fibrosis again, because I, I kind of stopped for a while, <laughs> but I've been talking about it, but I've been doing it in more creative, in creative ways because for me, it's kind of getting boring talking about the same thing because I live with it. <laughs> I see it every day, but I know for my viewers, they don't. So it's definitely pushed me to think, okay, how can I make this a fun video? And how can I make this educational? But then how can I also show like some fun sides of it as well? So it's definitely been pushing me and I've been seeing an increase in videos lately of views and such. So that's been good to see that's I'm getting an understanding of like what people want and such. So it's definitely been taking time to hear what everybody wants, but also know what I want as well, because it is my channel. It's my videos. And at the end of the day, I'm the one that's creating it, but also you have to listen to your audience as well. Yeah. I think that's a difficult balance, right? You have to enjoy the videos that you're making or else how are you going to uh, be motivated, continue to be motivated to making them, but also people, well, you want people to watch them, right? So it should be yeah. interesting for them. <laughs> um, so what are like changes that you made in the way you presented your content or were doing your videos because you were talking about creative changes? So can mm -hmm. you give us an example? Yeah, for instance, this video, yeah, this video will actually be coming out today. So the day that we're recording this, mm -hmm. but I have to do breathing treatments with cystic fibrosis and I've done previous videos where I've talked about my breathing treatments. I'm like, yep, this is what it looks like. This is like the, the vest that I have to wear. These are medications that I inhale while I'm doing this treatment. And this is how it is. And then it dawned on me one day when I was seeing one of my CF friends make a review video of one of his airway clearance devices. And I'm just like, you know, I haven't done this review on 
and one that I have, it's called the Monarch and it's an, a more advanced airway clearance system. And I'm like, I haven't done a review on that. I said, I've been doing that forever, but I just haven't been able to. And I thought, what if I do a comparison video of what I used to use and then what I currently use? And if I like one better than the other, because I'm still explaining the same, same reason of why I take it or why I use it, but it was more of a way of showing people what it's actually like, what it feels like, and also what I used to use and what I use now. So for me, that was fun because I was able to think about like, oh, I forgot that this is what it used to feel like um, using this airway clearance to breathe and compared to how technology has improved. So I have that with cystic fibrosis, but then also like with film videos, like I love I started this new series and I, I love traveling, but also I love every time I go to a place, I love trying to find like filming locations of movies. That's like been one of my favorite things to do. And I created one video just to see like how people would respond because I'm like, you know, I really like this and I'm looking this up on the internet, but I don't know if my followers would (laughs) like this. And so I went to San Francisco and I, tracked down all the different San Francisco locations of Shang-Chi's, um, Marvel's Shang-Chi's movie. And um, I put that out there and people, I got a great response. So I'm like, okay. And then I asked people on Instagram, like, do you want to see more of these videos? What movies have you always wanted to go visit to? And just got a crazy response from people. And I'm like, oh, okay. So people like this too. Okay. So I can just do this as well. So it's definitely been like a new chapter and a new season of my channel, just doing things that I love, but still checking in to see (laughs) how things go. Yeah. I feel you're just exploring and you're figuring out or testing things that would work for your audience and for you as well. And you get Mm -hmm. direct feedback through Instagram, as you were saying. So I'm wondering, you were telling about, okay, your videos were going very well. And after you um, you did a video about five feet apart, then things accelerated. Mm-hmm. And then you hit the ceiling and it plateaued, as you said. Why were you convinced that you didn't want to stop making videos? Because a lot of people, I, I feel, probably end up being there and they mm-hmm. might consider, why don't I just stop? Like, why do I continue making these videos? What was for you the reason to continue? I think for me, like when it comes to, I think one of the reasons why a lot of people start YouTube is in recent years is because they find out like, oh, you can make tons of money from YouTube and all this type of stuff. Um, I'm, I've, done, I've been doing this for almost five, six years now. I have not made any money from YouTube. Um, and, but that was never really my intentions. Like if one day I can make income from YouTube as like a side hustle, side hobby type thing, that'd be great. But um, I mainly wanted to do it as an educational purpose. But over the years, it's become like my outlet. Like I'm, I'm very creatively minded and I need that outlet to express myself and um, just have those moments to just create. And there were times I would take breaks. Um, there's times I've gotten burnout and I've had to take a break. And um, I think those are very important. And um, I feel like that's not talked about as much. Like it's talked about, but it's still, 
in that taboo type of area sometimes of conversation, but like, it's important because mental health is very important. And, um, you know, when taking those breaks, I would often find myself like so bored because I'm just like, Oh, I want to, I want to create something like this past summer. I was actually in Colorado and I pre-recorded all of my summer videos. So like everything was scheduled because I would be out where like away from all my cameras and everything. And I would just sit there and journal and just like brainstorm all these video ideas and all these like different short films I want to make. And I think for me taking that time, taking that break, it's good because it helped me think creatively. I wasn't like constantly on YouTube of like doing any comparison checks or anything like that. I was just like, you know, how do I want to express myself? What is this new chapter? What is this new season I want to show? And I just, I think the the idea of quitting and stopping, it just, it never fully crossed my mind because I would take those breaks. And in those breaks, it would kind of give me a little reset. But I just think because this is my going to be my career, the fact of quitting and stopping and finding something else, just to me, it wasn't really an option per se. Yeah, that makes total sense. And I love that you see this as some practice as well. Mm -hmm. You know that you are going to create so much more content when, you know, 10 years from now, when you finish school and you know kind of how to get funding and and things like Mm -hmm. that. And you already have so much things and videos that you created and a podcast that you created that you can use for the purpose of all the other things that you're going to create. And yeah. I think that you really know that. And that's probably why you didn't want to quit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, doesn't make sense. Like, I still want to create content. And probably mm-hmm. you take the success of viewers as something that adds on to what you're doing, but it's not your drive of doing things. And I think it should never be your drive, right? To create exactly. content to get as many views as possible. <laughs> yeah. I had, a, I had a friend once tell me that, you know, if, if you can impact one person by what you're creating and what you're saying, what you're doing, like it has like a domino effect. And so every time I think that that used to not be my perspective, but in more recent years, if I see like this video has only gotten like five views and that's it. I'm Mm -hmm. just like, you know, that's okay. Like those five people saw that maybe that impacted them and maybe it'll be like a domino effect for them. Like you never know like how your words or your actions affect people and sometimes you hear back from people and that's honestly like such an amazing feeling when you have that moment but sometimes you never will um but it's all about like how intentional are you with your content now I think that's a good lesson how intentional are you and what can people take away from it and it's funny because I've been thinking a lot about Christian's are very good at saying, oh, well, if you just impact one, that's enough because you did the work and you made the life of this one person better. But you made it a, a distinction there is you impact one person and then it will be this snowball effect. You know, there's one mm-hmm. and there's three and then there's suddenly six. And so I like that because I was also reading about we have a, a God who is all powerful, who has tremendous impact on people's lives. So why would he give you a gift for you? It's, uh, for example, content creation or, or video creation. Why would he give you that to only make an impact on one person? We have a God for 
you know, everything is possible for him. So mm-hmm. then I changed my mind because at first I thought maybe, yeah, we can impact the life of five people, but no, we can impact the life of five people, but then we have to trust it's going to impact way more lives as well, because we're exactly. doing what God called us to do. And he definitely wants us to help more people than just five. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no scripture <laughs> to back me up on this. Um, but yeah, if people do and who are listening to this, let me know. <laughs> I love to back this up <laughs> with scripture. <laughs> um, I think one that's one verse that's always stuck with me. I mean, it's such a common one, but it's kind of like my life verse. And that's Jeremiah 29, 11 of for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And um, that's just stuck with me all my life. And um I think, you know, no matter like where God takes me, you know, where he has me right now, what season I'm in right now, it's all part of his plan. And whether that's um, starting a business or creating a podcast or anything like that, it's, this is a season that God has given you now and it may last a long time, which is great, or it may not last for a while. And, but it's all part of his plan for you, which is something that's really important to continue to remember. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm actually thinking of a verse that I wrote down in my notebook that is about, well, it's Ephesians 4, verse 29. (laughs) So it says, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Mm -hmm. And I feel this is very much applicable to what you're doing as well, because you know that you're making videos for people and want to help them i want to build them up right want to inform them about things or maybe just entertain that could be enough because you give them a happy i don't know 15 minutes 30 minutes depending Mm -hmm. on the length of your video um so that's what i just wanted to leave our listeners with so ashley do you have any advice to content creators that are listening right now i know a lot of people say this but honestly just be yourself it's It's so easy to get caught up with what everyone else is doing or how someone else is editing their videos or anything like that. Like this is a lesson I've had to learn over and over and over again, because I would see how um, a content creator would be doing stuff and I would try to do similar things with it. And it, it wasn't my style of editing or was it my style of videos? And it would definitely show through my work and I feel like once you find find your niche and you find like what you enjoy creating, stick with what you're doing, like stick with who you are and everything else just kind of follows after that because people know this, like that it's uniquely you of creating your work and it's not a copycat of someone else. I mean, I have, I have tons of videos where I could pull up different YouTubers of what I'm trying to impersonate but not realizing it, you know, I, there's a thing that's called like a YouTube personality. And it's basically where you're not the same on camera as you would be in real life, or your character is like someone else on YouTube. And I did that for a short time. And then I saw that and I caught myself um, because it was just, it was evident. It was not me. And I feel like mostly in recent years, like this is probably the most authentic my content has been in a while like it was my content was very authentic in the beginning because I had nothing to compare it to Mm -hmm. and then now where I'm at 
I have, I've had to relearn and now I'm feel like I'm back to being authentic again, because I'm creating content that, that describes me and things that I enjoy and things that push and challenge me and things that I don't see are already out there. And I mean, if you're creating content that there's stuff I've already out there, that's totally fine, but it's just make sure it's you who's doing it and not a copycat per se, because it's, it's noticeable. That's beautiful. And I'm happy that you're being authentic and because it's so hard. It's so tempting to copy yeah. what other people are doing because they are successful. So they probably have a formula that works, yeah. but it always comes back at you. And I think, well, it, it becomes very difficult because when you're at this point and you made a couple of videos and people like them and all your friends and family that are watching, mm -hmm. but you want to go to that other layer to reaching people that you don't know, actually, mm -hmm. then yeah, you have to look at yourself and see things that you maybe can do different. You just talked about how you wanted to creatively change the videos that you were doing. And then it becomes really tempting to look at other people and copy them. So definitely. That's That's a good reminder for people who are making content. Yeah. So Ashley, where can we find more about you and what you do? Yeah. Um, so my YouTube is Ashley's Roses and my podcast is called Blooming Roses. And that can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play and other streaming platforms. And my Instagram is ashleys.roses. And the Instagram for the podcast is Blooming Roses Podcast. But yeah <laughs> perfect so one question where does the roses come from yeah that's a good question I was actually about to say that a few minutes um but the roses um little kids cannot pronounce cystic fibrosis so there's a story I forgot the boy's name but it's a very long time ago but this little boy he heard his mom like constantly say um when she's trying to start an organization um starting to raise money for cystic fibrosis. And this is before the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation was around. And so she's telling people on the phone that her son has cystic fibrosis. And if you say cystic fibrosis really fast to a little kid, it sounds like 65 roses. So when I started my channel, I knew I wanted to be, you know, have my name, but also I was thinking, no, I want it to incorporate cystic fibrosis in the title. So I'll just have roses. And then um, same with my podcast, um, because some of the first people I interviewed, they have CF. And so I wanted to kind of dedicate it to that as well. So blooming roses. And then, yeah, roses are very um, important to me and the CF community, but it's also very, um, it describes me as well. Like I, I love roses. <laughs> so there's that too. I love that. It's part of your personal brand, I'd say, and explains. Mm -hmm. uh, I love the story behind it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely really beautiful. And it's so cute when I hear little kids say that even to this day, they're like, yeah, I have 65 roses. I'm mm. just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> it sounds so much better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Ashley, thank you so much for being on the show and for sharing very openly about yeah, making content. And for everybody listening, check it out. Check out the podcast. Check out the YouTube channel and, and learn from Ashley if you want to be a content creator too. Thank you for listening to the Born to Fly podcast. If you liked it, please leave a review on Google Podcast or Apple Podcast. And don't forget to share it with your friends. 
If you'd like to know more about Born to Fly, go to borntofly.faith. There you can discover our How to Find Your Calling course and a community for like-minded entrepreneurs. Looking forward to having you back next time.